So my first overseas assignment when I was in the military, I was a platoon leader in 1st Armored Division. It was a great unit. It was, uh, we were right on the Czech border facing the Soviet tanks. It was during the Cold War, and I had a phenomenal battalion commander. So a battalion is two levels higher than a platoon. So a battalion has like anywhere from 600 to 1,000 soldiers in it. Our battalion commander was simply amazing, phenomenal leader. I always said that I would follow him into hell with snowballs in my hands. That's how much I trusted this guy. Well, he served for two years, and then he would get promoted and moved on to a different assignment. And the new guy that came in was difficult at best. In fact, the way he led was through fear and intimidation. He demanded perfection, which was unattainable for all of us. And what happened was it paralyzed the unit. We went from being an, an incredible, outstanding unit, ready to, uh, to fight that night if we had to, to being a unit that was broken. And all because of leadership by fear and intimidation. Leadership by demanding perfection. So all the leaders were afraid to make good, tough decisions. Because if you'd make a bad decision, you would either be relieved or your career would basically be over. He would punish those who made ethical failures or moral failures the same way as someone who had made a, a, a decision with the best of their ability and just made an honest mistake. So it was a difficult thing and a difficult time. And that came to mind as I was putting today's uh, teaching together because I want to talk about perfection. I want to talk about perfection and excellence because perfection is based on fear, and perfection and fear are the enemy. Have you ever considered that God doesn't call us to perfection, but God does call us to excellence? Let me say that again. God does not call us to perfection, but He does call us to excellence. Well, God's got a lot to say about that as we, we welcome you to our weekend refuge service. We've never done this before. Uh, the team and I, we were, we were talking about what we could be doing in between series, and uh, they had a great idea. Let's try refuge on a weekend service. We want you to experience what we do on the first Wednesday of every month between October and May. And here's how we roll. A handful of really good songs, and then we have a short sermon, a sermonette of about 10 minutes, and some of you right now are going, amen, hallelujah, go Seahawks. Then we get together for communion, and we take time to press pause in our week. We take time to reflect on Scripture, to reflect on worship, because we're all here to worship God. That's first and foremost. And then we respond to whatever it is, that the, the, the questions that we would have for you to ponder during the worship service. So as I said, I want to talk about perfection versus excellence. And what I want us to do is I want us to look at one verse. One verse, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. God, through the disciple John, tells us this. He says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So whenever we take a verse or a passage, we always need to make sure we put it in context. Because when you put it in context, text, you understand what God is trying to tell us through the writers. And so when you look at this, especially when you look at one verse at a time, if you take it out of context, it can wreak havoc in your life. So when we look at this one verse and we put it in the context of the book of 1 John, particularly the passage in which this sits, the passage is about punishment. The passage is about judgment. And perfect love, God is perfect, Jesus is perfect, His love is perfect, and His perfect love drives out that judgment. So as Christ followers, if you look at the passage, we receive Jesus as our Savior, 
our Lord and Savior, when we receive Him, uh, all of our sins, past, present, and future are forgiven. God took care of all of that when He crushed His Son on the cross, all because He loves us. And so now, when God looks at us, He sees Jesus. He doesn't see imperfection. He doesn't see jacked-uppedness. He sees His Son, Jesus. Now, that's great news for us. Here's what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean we have a license to do whatever we want now that we have Jesus in our lives. Pastor Bob talked about that last week. But it does mean that we get to walk with God knowing that He will never withdraw His love from us. And I don't know about you guys, but I've struggled with that in my life. I've had times in which on my good days, I think God really, really loves me a lot when I'm knocking it out of the park, praising Jesus. And then on my really bad days, I'm thinking God withdraws that love, that he's like, talk to the nail-pierced hand, Kip, what are you doing? And that's not God. God's love is not circumstantial. His perfect love drives out that fear of the circumstances, that he loves us as much on our good days as he does on the days when we totally biff it. But here's what we do. We tend to try to be perfect for God. We try to perform for God. We can also not only try to be perfect for God, we try to be perfect for others or demand perfection out of others in our lives when perfection is something that none of us can achieve on this side of eternity. So we try to be the perfect child, even though our parents may already be well dead and we're well into our adult years. We can try to be the perfect parent, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, student, employer, employee, the perfect leader. And all of that is based on fear, fear of messing up, fear of not measuring up, fear of not being good enough. And God says, no, stop when you receive my son. You're good enough. You just need to walk with me now as I transform you into my likeness. And that's a lifelong process. Perfection is fear-based. God doesn't call us to perfection, but he does call us to excellence. What does that mean? Excellence is love-based. In 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31, in Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24, that, those two verses we had on the screens during worship, God tells us through the Apostle Paul that everything we do, we do for God's glory. We don't work for, for people. We work for God as Christ's followers. So what that means is we do our best. We simply do our best at loving God greatly, loving others dearly, and then in our work, in our calling, in our relationships, we just do our best. And then when we mess up, let God fill in the rest. When we mess up, we own it. We repent. We make amends to others if we have to. And then we stand up, dust off, and we go into the arena to fight the good fight of faith. Don't you see the freedom in that? The freedom in walking in excellence versus perfection. Perfection is going to have, you're going to have inner turmoil based on outer busyness because you're always trying to be perfect and perform either for God or others or anyone else. With excellence, though, you simply do your best. And right now, some of you may be saying, Kip, I have nothing left in me. I am suffering so much right now. It's a miracle that I showed up at church today. And for you, maybe that means your best is just sitting in the lap of God and being surrounded by his love. Perfection is fear-based. Excellence is love-based. The two are extremely close, yet they're so far apart you can drive a life in between them. 
So what I want us to do right now is I want us to take communion. And I want us to have the ushers come forward to, to give you the, the communion elements. And here's what I want you to do. The communion elements are going to come by you. And I want you to take the juice and I want you to take the bread. And as you do, I want you to ask yourself two questions. And ask, actually pray to God these two questions. Ask yourself, where in my life am I demanding perfection? Where in my life am I demanding me to be perfect? Or where am I performing for God in an unhealthy way? And maybe a sub-question to that would be, where am I demanding perfection of others in my life? And maybe after today's service, it might be good to go to those you've demanded perfection from and apologize. I don't know, that's between you and God and them. That's the first question. Second question is, though, where in my life do I need excellence? Where in my life do I need excellence? Where in my life am I giving God the leftovers? We work for God, not men, not women. As Christ followers, we are able to do our best for him, knowing that he's not there to smack us down because he is perfect love. Perfect love drives out that fear of punishment. The punishment's already been taken care of. Now we step out in love and in courage. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. After you ask yourself those questions, after you have something placed in your heart from God, go ahead and take those elements. Ron and the team are going to be playing some music, and then we'll continue on with our service. Perfection versus excellence. Which one will you choose? <laughs>